0: Welcome to the Poem of the Week. Each week, our poems are intended to help you practice the best, most current medicine by alerting you to studies that could change your practice. As usual, our host this week is National Public Radio's Dr. Michael Wilkes and Essential Evidence Senior Editor Dr. Mark Abel. Gentlemen. Hello, Mark. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Mike? I'm doing okay. We are going to uh, talk a little bit about colonoscopies and and promotion of, of tests and things, but just by way of background, colonoscopy is the gold standard still for colon cancer screening and surveillance. What age patients begin this surveillance depends on a lot of factors, including the patient's medical and family history. There are other good tests for screening uh, that are much more cost effective and perhaps much more acceptable to patients, but colonoscopy remains uh, the gold standard. As we think about colonoscopy, uh, there are sort of three activities that have to happen. There are sort of pre-procedure preparation, you know, deciding how often you're going to get these procedures, explaining to patients the risks and things. There are intro procedure steps You're making sure that you're going to visualize the entire colon and looking at quality measures. In other words, uh, adenoma detection rates and withdrawal times and things. And then there are post-procedure things, making sure that the data is collected, that it's observed, that information is communicated to the patient. But first, before all of those things happen, we need to figure out how to get patients to the colonoscopy suite to begin this procedure. You found a poem. It was published in the New England Journal of Medicine at the end of 2022. It starts on page 1547 for people that want to look it up. It attempts to, to ask the question, does an invitation to colonoscopy reduce the incidence of colorectal cancer and colorectal cancer mortality compared to usual care. So what effect does it have if we invite someone to come to colonoscopy? Mark, what did they do? Yeah,
1: so this was the first randomized trial um, of colonoscopy versus no colonoscopy. And they went to places where in the Netherlands, Norway, Sweden, and Poland, where they weren't doing screening of any kind really for colorectal cancer. And they identified about 95,000 healthy men and women aged 55 to 64 years. They did have to toss out data from the Dutch uh, population, 10,000 or so, because they have these data protection laws that don't allow them to use the data they gather in research. It's, it's kind of an issue in, in European research. But that left 85,000 who were randomized in a one to two ratio to either get a screening, uh, invitation to a single screening colonoscopy or to usual care. The median age at enrollment was 59 years, about half were women, and most came from Poland or Norway. They did. Uh, they had dedicated centers to do the colonoscopy, QA programs to make sure the quality was high. Only about 42% of those invited actually ended up getting colonoscopy. We know that a pre- pretty significant segment of the population just isn't into it. The median follow-up was 10 years, which is what we would normally think of for follow-up after an initial colonoscopy, 91% had good or very good bowel prep, Uh, 97% achieved intubation of the cecum, and about 31% had an adenoma detected. Those all match or exceed the high-quality colonoscopy standards in the U.S. So in the intention-to-treat analysis, the incidence of colorectal cancer was significantly lower in the screened group, but not much. It was 0.98% versus 1.2%. The number needed to invite to uh, detect one more colorectal cancer was 455 colorectal cancer mortality was not significantly lowered it was 0.28 versus 0.31 there was also no difference in all-cause mortality they did a separate analysis and this is important because they actually did a good job with this separate analysis of only those people who adhered to the screening what we call a per protocol analysis and they basically said, okay, if everyone who had been invited to colonoscopy had been screened, what would we see? And they adjusted that analysis for baseline differences between the people who came in and the people who didn't, because we know that there's this thing called healthy volunteer bias. And so the healthy volunteers are healthier for a lot of different reasons than those who choose not to come in. They tried their best to adjust for that. And when they saw that they did see a larger reduction in the incidence of colorectal cancer, um, 0.88, I'm sorry, 0. 0.84 versus 1.22%, made the number needed to screen 263 to prevent one colorectal cancer and a significantly greater reduction in mortality, the number needed to screen of about 660. That's much higher than the estimates from modeling, which have been done previously and which have sort of imagined using data and modeling what might happen. Uh, Fortunately, complications were very rare. And uh, the bottom line is that in this first randomized controlled trial of colorectal cancer screening using colonoscopy, the benefit was smaller than expected in terms of reduction in colorectal cancer and mortality. So part of it may be, partly explained because treatment is better. Um, Maybe the follow-up needed to be longer. And um, there are trials underway right now, fecal immunochemical tests with colonoscopy that are now nearing their conclusion, and the results hopefully will
0: add some further clarity the study was done in, in northern europe right in, in netherlands norway sweden and poland that doesn't mean that it's representative of all populations i mean they shouldn't be dinged for that i mean it was a huge study but still there are other populations that might have different rates and different risk factors. also i love the concept of number needed to invite i might uh, i might use that for social events at my house I Guess is the recommendation that it makes sense to invite to folks for colonoscopies
1: yeah, you know, there's still a clinically significant benefit, but it's smaller than we had thought. And I think I'm really interested in these studies comparing FIT with colonoscopy, and I suspect they may find pretty similar benefits. And if that's true, then I think it may, you know, make colonoscopy less attractive given its much higher cost, invasiveness, and, and so forth.
0: Well, thanks, Mark, for bringing that to our attention. We will uh, talk again next week. Okay, sounds good. Well, that's this week's poem. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read this and other recent poems, please go to www.essentialevidence.com. And please join us again next week for another medical poem.